Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers. We are coming at you this week with professionalism for professionals. And we should all be pretty professional at this point. Even if you're not a solopreneur, I'm sure you have a professional business or you're in some type of profession. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is for everybody, not just for uh, entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're meeting with someone, if you're having a phone conversation, if you're emailing people on a professional level, you have to understand at least the basics of professionalism. Absolutely. So we might be calling some people out today. You'll know who you are because <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> well, I mean, you'll know who you are if uh, if we say you know show up on time and you're perpetually fifteen minutes late, right? So, which we're going to get there. So, <laughs> so get ready, strap in. Maybe you can you can make a fun game of it. You can see if if you do any of these things, and if you don't, you get a hundred percent A plus. You pass. <laughs> If you do one, you get an A, you're like at a 90. If you do two, you're like a B. Look, we're not so going to do the math. We're not a math podcast, but <laughs> we are a podcast for solopreneurs. And Chell, what have you been noticing out there in the wild world of professionals not acting professionally? Well, out in the wild, you see, <laughs> that was a terrible oh, accent. Terrible. We're keeping it in. <laughs> so out in the wild. I think the the most influential one, actually the one that sparked this idea, was that people are putting together meetings on social media platforms. And I feel like that's, I mean, that could be a good way to communicate to your friends and family, but that's not a good way to communicate on a professional level. What do you mean putting together meetings? So we had a meeting of five people coming together. It had been scheduled for several weeks and it was canceled probably an hour or two before the meeting but via Facebook Messenger. So I don't check that. Uh, oh. Do you check that on a regular? No. I, I, man, Facebook Messenger is such a black hole of terribleness. Um, I, I check that maybe a couple times a week. Cause some, but yes, people, people hit me up for computer repair via Facebook Messenger. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, I didn't see that sometimes for weeks. Cause that, yeah. it just may be, I didn't look at it. So an hour, an hour beforehand on Facebook Messenger. An hour beforehand on Facebook Messenger. And like, we had been communicating on that, but that's not what I check regularly. You know what I mean? And they had a whole conversation where they didn't reschedule, but just like everyone agreed that they weren't going to meet. And no one was like, oh, Chell's not on here. Maybe we should let her know. So I went to the location, ordered some food. And I was like, hey, guys, like just waiting for you. And they're like, oh, you didn't see the message, did you? I was like, oh, my goodness. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, like an hour before, especially that that warrants a phone call. Like you can't. I know we all have smartphones and we all have these apps, but not all of us are checking all these apps all the time, people. <laughs> I also don't have notifications on for anything because they you piss mean me either. off. For, <laughs> for a very good reason. I like to be efficient in my day and that shit slows me down, you know? Exactly. 
So yeah, you want you want to cancel a meeting an hour beforehand. That's a phone call or or a text maybe, but I I would want I guess here's what I would do. I would send a group text and then anyone that didn't respond within 10 minutes, I would be calling them. Thank you. I think <laughs> right? that's fair. Yeah, I think so professionalism for professionals, I think that if you cancel a meeting like 90 to 60 minutes before you have that meeting, you should be kind and call that yeah. person. It, we have telephones. They still work and operate as a telephone. <laughs> Believe it or what? not, millennials. <laughs> Zennials. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's that was really striking to me. And I don't know if it's because of where I live and people are just kind of like on island time here or what, but it's so strange to me. I don't feel like that would happen in a big city. I could be super wrong. People who are listening in bigger cities, please tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, reach out. We want to know. Because where I live in New Mexico, we are affectionately, we call ourselves the land of manana because things will just happen at some point. So probably <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, that I think, what, what would you say? Like 24, within 24 hours, like even if you're having the whole conversation on Facebook Messenger, which I think is dumb for a business thing, but even if you're doing that, I would say like if it's within 24 hours, Facebook Messenger is not a great way to notify people. Yeah, no. I feel like even email is better than that in all yeah. honesty. Yeah, I think e- I think an email 24 hours before is okay. I mean, I try I I follow like the Tim Ferriss 5-hour work week model where I try to check my email twice a day on a good day, once a day on a better day. So <laughs> Exactly. And for me in particular, like if I'm cooking for people, like that's a three or four hour commitment. I can't be on my phone while I'm cooking for someone. That is another round of professionalism. <laughs> now this this may sound extra bizarre if you're listening to this and you're the type of person that, that has like a day job or something working in front of the computer eight hours a day. Yeah. I understand why you might think this is bizarre because you're sitting in front of the notification machine all day. So it doesn't matter to you. But the rest of us who are out there just running around making things happen and not always just doing computer work, like Chell, this can get to a point where people show up and order food and have lunch all by themselves. <laughs> so sad. So sad. Maybe you needed some me time. You just didn't know it. I, honestly, I got my QuickBooks done. It wasn't that bad, but it was just really frustrating because I could have done it for free at home and not yeah, spent like 10 yeah. bucks on lunch. Do you have any stories of professionalism gone awry? Well... I can tell you, speaking of the lands of manana, um, it always perplexes me as, as a person with plenty of anxiety, and I'm always early to things, that people just are late all the time, which is just bizarre to me. Now, I've, I've definitely eased up on that, but I, I grew up and throughout most of my 20s, I was like 15 minutes early to everything just because I was anxious about it. Um, now maybe too, too much. Now I'm more closer to uh, five minutes early to on time, but it's still good. But so many people I know, at least where I am, are perpetually 10 to 20 minutes late for everything. And I'm like, how do you even hold down a job, let alone <laughs> not piss off your friends and in a professional setting? Uh, so this this little term is probably a lot of places, but I, I learned it in the theater which is when stage managers posted call times, like everyone must be here at six. They would always say that uh, showing up early is on time, on time is late, and late, you're dead to me. So 
And I think, I think that, you know, it depends on who you're meeting to be fair, but especially if you're meeting somebody with more like a higher status than you, you're trying to meet with somebody to gain some knowledge from them or a job interview or whatever, you better not be late. You better not waste their time, you know, especially if you want something from them. But even if you don't, or even if it's somebody who wants something from you, we're all busy, be on time and don't blame traffic all the time. Yeah. Don't be the little boy that cried wolf about traffic. Like every time I just, I hit every red light. Like he always, I have a friend who like, we made fun of him because he just said that every time. Like, <laughs> I just hit every red light. Maybe at rush hour. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And the you know, traffic's going to happen, right? So like save that excuse for when you need it, when it actually yeah, happens. For real. <laughs> Things happen for sure. But people who are perpetually late, you just need to learn to set an alarm on your phone. Yeah. What about like when you get to the meeting, you're starting that conversation. I think for me, the key is eye contact. I feel like that just shows that you're interested in the conversation. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what else uh, shows you're interested in the conversation? Not having your phone Dude, out. Yeah. Right. Like you pocket that shit right away. <laughs> Or purse it or whatever you got. No judgments here. It's hard when you have a watch <laughs> on though because you still get like all the little beepies and notifications. Like we said earlier about notifications, I turned all that shit off. So like I only get texts and uh, phone calls even to my watch. Yeah, same as actually. And the other thing you can do is always put yourself on do not disturb when you're in an important meeting. Cause, and then you go, oh, oh, what about the emergencies, Josh? What what if somebody calls me because their leg is broken or something? Well, <laughs> do not disturb, at least on iPhone, probably on something similar on Android, um, has a feature where if somebody calls twice, they get through. It like assumes emergency. So I've honestly never been on do not disturb and somebody's been in an emergency. So like it could happen, sure. But there's a way to get through and we're all connected. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think that is really key. So I was actually at a meeting with someone that I met over social media. We went to a conference and I was like, okay, here's the address to the Starbucks. And granted, it was a larger city. There were several Starbucks there. And I totally get that. But I was like waiting there. I was, like you said, I was super anxious. I was there 30 minutes early just to like make sure that we got a seat. And the person never showed. And then contacted me again via social media because that was the only line of communication that we had, even though I gave the person, my phone number. So mind you, it's like 15 minutes late at this point. I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe this person bailed. Texts me via Instagram and is like, oh, I'm like right in front of the Starbucks. Where are you? I'm like, what are you talking about? I've been here forever. Mind you, the Starbucks that this person was at was like around the corner. I was still in a meeting when I got there. And then for like the half hour conversation that we had, it was very abbreviated. The other person was like completely distracted the whole time, looking away, putting lipstick on in the mirror behind. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Especially if you're meeting somebody for the first time, like you want to just show up and be distracted and look aloof and not interested. Like, so you're best friends now? Is that what you're saying? That went really well. Obvs. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you... If you're someone's role model or if they're just trying to learn some info from you or vice versa, just don't be a douche. That's kind of my like takeaway from that. Just like uh, appreciate the time that you have and the knowledge that you have and that you're going to share with them. And if you don't want to meet with them, say you don't have time. Don't be yeah. rude. That's the thing. If you don't have time, you got to be clear about that. 
And that ties in very nicely with my number one rule of my life is uh, don't be a dick. So I don't always succeed in following the rule, but I try my best. I think that's fair. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're in, like Ellen DeGeneres always says, my homegirl, just be kind. How how easy is that? Or how hard is that? It's It's not. It's not hard. <laughs> not hard. Not hard. So what about after meetings? Chalestina. I think a nice follow-up email, whether it's like just a simple thank you or, hey, it was great to meet you. Like, let's stay in touch and like genuinely stay in touch. I think we talked about this earlier in earlier episodes, but like if you make a really cool connection with someone, actually stay in touch. And it doesn't have to be often, but quarterly or whatever. What yeah, about you? Good advice. I haven't been in a position to do this in a while, but I like to write handwritten letters to VIPs. Fancy. So I haven't done that in a while, but uh, when I was starting out my business, I took a lot of business owners I tangentially knew through my connections out to coffee and picked their brains and they were very nice and let me ask questions and gave me advice and stuff like that. So I wrote them all like handwritten letters to say thank you. And then that has carried through in my business. Every time somebody refers a client to me and they spend some money with me, I... Um, as much as I can remember to, I write them a handwritten note saying like, thank you so much. It's like a big deal that you trust me with your technology, but also you trust your friend's technology with me. Right. And I just throw in like a $5 Starbucks gift card or something. So, right. It's way better than an email that says like, congratulations, you got a, a gift card from Amazon, you know, like in the that's awesome. never ending inbox of our lives. But if somebody gets something in the mail, that's not junk mail or a bill, that's pretty exciting these days. So yeah. Uh, especially I would use that tactic, especially if you're uh, reaching up in your contacts. Like, yeah, definitely. I like that tactic. I'm going to steal it, Josh. Do steal it. I didn't <laughs> invent it, but I do have a patent pending. It's time for a recap. All right. Play the game. Are you four for four or oh for four? One, call or text with changes or cancellations day of. Two, early is on time. On time is late. Late and you're dead to me. Three, follow up after meetings with an email or, if appropriate, a handwritten card. Four, don't use social media for professional contacts unless it's LinkedIn. Some people, I guess, like LinkedIn. All right, give us your scores. Did you get 100% or did you get like a 75%? Because that's a C and you're really slacking if you are only three for four on being professional. <laughs> that's a wrap on our episode 28 professionalism for professionals we'll be back next week website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute remember to follow us on instagram at unstuck.institute and if you love our podcast and would like to help us out leave us a review on itunes or apple podcasts it really helps out the show a lot for instructions on how to leave a review check out our website unstuck.institute talk to you next week when we'll be interviewing emily elmore a solopreneur and total badass professionalism doesn't mean that you need to wear a business suit professionalism is being confident and respectful hashtag boss babe professionalism